Just minutes away from the second game of week one of the preseason. Vikings at Seahawks. That's right. We got one more NFL game coming up tonight. Trista Cricks out in Portland. Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew in D.C. You can watch us on Twitch and YouTube, the Odyssey app. Missed anything? Of course, you get your podcast. Wherever it is that you, wherever, wherever it is that you no, get Apple. your podcast. No, Odyssey Actually, app Actually, well only works. Odyssey. Do, 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 do. Only Odyssey. Hey, do, guys, do, do, do. really quick. Got to hijack the show because I'm adding an official play. Okay. Official play. We're looking good tonight. We're having a good night. I forgot, I'm not going to lie, uh, disclaimer here, forgot we had one more game tonight in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Ryan RBIs is back. Yo, We're no. going with the total. We got the Dodgers at home tonight, taking on the Colorado Rockies. Guess who's back? Back in town. Clayton Kershaw, 10-4, and 2-5-5 ERA. Well, you know what? Coming back off an injury, I think he gives up at least three runs tonight. He's going against a, na- a man... Uh, Maybe it's Block. Maybe it's Blatch. I don't know. He's starting for the Rockies, so I don't care. He's 1-1 one one with a 4.85 ERA, and he's going against the Dodgers. That means they're scoring at least six runs tonight, over eight, and it's plus money. Plus 105, over Dodgers, Rockies. Let's proceed with the show. Proceed with the show. Did you have a side in this, or was it just a total? I know, Tristan, you no. only had baseball. You did not have this, right? Oh, in this game, sure, no. right? No, yeah. okay. Oh, first check. half yeah, over on the way, uh, right. Seahawks, too. And All I kind of right. want to bet the Rockies, because Kershaw's like minus 350 tonight, but... Um, yeah, that's, who, that that's who I have. I gave that out. Yeah. I gave out Rockies. We talked about this before. The Rockies have been absolutely red hot in terms of just on the run line. They've covered the run line 11 and of their last 13 games. That's outrageous. Even on the road, that's what their, their record is. So I like them at the crib, especially two and a half run dogs. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the money line, and I'm going to join you. For our good friend, Patrick Everson, big Rockies and Broncos fan, shout out to Pat wherever he is tonight. Probably at Bet Bash, most likely. Most, where most people 100% sure are. 100% sure that's where he's probably Yeah, at. pretty sure. In Las Vegas. Uh, yes, pretty sure that's the uh, that's the case. You know, we got to see Malik Cunningham a little bit for the uh, the Patriots. Are you excited at all to see uh, Holden Ehlers from East Carolina out there? For the Seahawks, he's going to get his chip. Like, I kind of am, too. Kind of. Even though he's not, like, he's not an NFL quarterback. He's just, like, no. but he, he's a runner. And it's just, like, this is the time where you get to see these quarterbacks that you know won't really have NFL careers, but they can have their moments in a preseason game. Like, I don't care. I've seen Drew Locke. Been there. He's yeah. going to throw an interception. He's going to have some wild passes. He's going to have his moments. They're going to tweet out videos of him rapping put on. Oh, I forgot about that. Have you? That's, that's that, right. Like, when you think Drew Locke, that's I can, all uh, I think. I think that and the fact that my idiot GM, uh, Brian Gudikens, actually oh, yeah. wanted to draft Drew Locke. That's true. Yeah. But you're not going to have anybody out there for Seattle. They're banged no. up as hell. So, you know what? That's who I want to see tonight. Holt Nailers, East Carolina. Let's go. You have some breaking NBA news, you said, Trista? What are we missing Just here? Just quickly, I have some quick breaking news. It's nothing, it's nothing major, but it is breaking The Post has learned that Bob Myers, former GM of the Golden State Warriors, uh, is going to join NBA Countdown as an analyst on ESPN. That'll be a super Uh, exciting show. That is why he left the Golden's Our Dubs. That is why he left Our Dubs is to join ESPN Countdown with Malika Andrews now leading the way. It's going to be a super exciting personality-driven show. Can't wait. See, this is that's that's the way to do it, though. You know what I mean? Like, now, now. no longer you have to make these big decisions. Yep. You just show up. You rip everybody else. Oh, I mean, there's a certain point. He's won four championships as a general manager. 
or team president, whatever. Like at this point, who cares? You've done it all. Um, Collect the seven-figure check and don't have to work nearly as hard. Yeah. Like they're not going to make him work like Mike Greenberg. He's not going to be doing five shows. He's going to do that. He probably no. won't even be on every show. Are we having remote issues again? We're having remote issues we again. Yeah, we Trista, we need you back. We need the remotes fixed. Nobody else can figure it out. You're the only one that can deal with these things. No, we don't want to. Don't remind me later, remote. Okay, so great, Bob. You know you the key the to thing. my heart, Nick. The key What's to my that? heart is telling me how much you need me. That's really it, and how much you miss we me. We need you on your remote need. skills, Trista, please. We're struggling here. Even if it's something very small. Even if well, it's listen, something like this. You know, it's the simple things that, in life, tell Trista. Tell me that you love me. That's it. It's the yeah, simple so. things in life. That is that is what matters the most. It's the daily routine that we have with these damn remotes in here that don't work. Okay, so Bob Myers going to NBA Countdown. Who else? Is Stephen A going to be doing that again? Like, I... It, I don't even know. Like they, they they change that lineup every year. There's always somebody new. They fired half their staff, but sure, okay, good for good for them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Anthony Richardson's going to start for the Colts. Yes. Yeah, are we surprised at all? I mean, for preseason game one, I'm not. This is actually smart. See, here's the difference. Starting week one, I wouldn't do. Starting week one of preseason, I would absolutely do. I would give him a bunch of reps. Yes. But I'd be going Gardner Minshew because this team ain't going anywhere with or without Anthony Richardson, a quarterback. It doesn't matter. Give him an opportunity to develop and grow. Maybe by week six or seven you put him out there. But it's not like fans are going to be sitting there begging for this team because they think that they're going to be a playoff team. They got no shot, and they're in the AFC. They wouldn't be a playoff team in the NFC. So the whole idea that you're going to sit here and throw Anthony Richardson out to the Wolves is just you don't. We don't need to do this with quarterbacks. There's this, this idea that first round pick got to play week one. It doesn't always need to work that way. Yeah. See, I don't know. I go back and forth with that, especially with Anthony Richardson. Same. So, all right, Anthony Richardson's main flaw is he needs to learn how to read an NFL defense. Kind he of important. To, he needs to read a defense. He kind couldn't read a defense at Florida, but man, he can make a lot of great throws. He can make a lot of plays with his legs. And now you have Shane Steichen, who, you know, we saw what he did in Philadelphia. He could put in a solid offensive system. I just think it's going to take a year. So I'm there, but it's just like, you might as well. I don't think the Colts have big dreams this year, especially now. You know, I know it's Jonathan Taylor's only a running back, but like you said last night, he's probably your best offensive player. I like Pittman, but I don't know that he's a true number one on a good team. The defense has taken a step back. Your ceiling's probably like six, seven wins. You might as well see what you have in Anthony Richardson because here's where the league's changed. You know what I mean? Like now, if Anthony Richardson isn't that guy, because the ceiling with him is so high, but the floor is so low. You know what I mean? Like the floor is, oh my God, this guy can't throw to the left side of the field. He can't read a defense. He's a hell of an athlete, you know, but so is Jamarcus Russell with the Mm. big arm. Yeah. But if he's bad and the Colts are bad enough and they're a two, three win team, Caleb Williams is projected to be pretty damn good, and so is Drake May. And we've seen teams do this. Like Josh Rosen, granted he wasn't a top-five pick. Like, mm-hmm. the Cardinals just moved on and went to Kyler and drafted him number one overall. So you know what I'm saying? Like, Anthony Richardson, they kind of had to take a quarterback. Because what was Indianapolis going to do? Dig up the grave of, the, like, you know, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz. Hey, Phillip Rivers was going to play in the Super Bowl for the 49ers. So. Matt Ryan. So it was time that they went young, and they took the guy with the highest ceiling – but, you know, you evaluate these guys, and you could see. I, I feel like now you could kind of see. Not, hey, this guy's going to be an all-pro, but this guy could read it. This guy at least wants to work, and that's what everybody says about Anthony Richardson. He wants to learn. He's he's there first, and, that's and he great. leaves last, all that crazy stuff. But, you know. So you give him a chance to do that without throwing him to the Wolves week one. Yeah. I mean, I have a question. This is going to be a – I think it's a tough question, honestly. Um, and maybe it seems like it's not tough upon first glance – 
But when you think about the long-term future, the rosters uh, of these two teams, who has the better job? Uh, former defensive coordinator uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles, who is now a head coach in Jonathan Gannon uh, in Arizona, or Shane Steichen, former offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles with the Indianapolis Colts. Both have quarterback woes in some way. Both have issues with uh, with weapons. Oh. Well, this like, is easy. Who, Can I go first? Can I raise my hand? I know more. the answer. Yeah. Yeah. This is easy. It's Shane Steichen because he's got Jim Irsay for a boss. That's the harder who job. Who has the better job? Oh, no. Oh, who's harder the harder job? job. job. I'm saying who's the harder. Got Shane it, yes. Steichen has the harder mm-hmm. one. If you're looking at better... I So... I know we're down on Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray at his best when healthy is still a dynamic, game-changing quarterback. Are there issues of maybe leadership, maturity, consistency? Yeah, there's a lot of that there. But we at least know what the level Kyler Murray can get to is. We know that he can be a Pro Bowl quarterback at times if he stops playing video games and grows up a little bit. But we don't know what Anthony Richardson is. We have no idea. I mean, this guy could be in the XFL in three years. He could be an MVP. I mean, he's got all the physical tools. He wants to learn. That's awesome. But, like, how long does that take, and can he actually get there? So if I'm looking at Shane Steichen, I'm going, this is a tough spot for me to be in. And I got Jim Irsay, who's just constantly talking and talking and talking and making everything worse for everybody. We're out in Arizona. It's going to be quiet. Nobody expects them to do anything this year, and then Kyler Murray comes back, and they could lose a bunch of games anyway, and then maybe they get Caleb Williams. Yeah, see, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. In Indianapolis, you kind of have to, like, win in spite of the crazy lunatic, and and they've done it before. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'll go with the Colts, only because you look at the division, and the Jags are going to be tough. Trevor Lawrence isn't going anywhere. But we still don't know what Houston is. It didn't look very good for C.J. Stroud. Granted, it was his first uh, exhibition start, preseason start tonight. Um... So I just feel like it's easier to win in that division, even though you're in the AFC. Because if you look at what Arizona has to go through, you have San Francisco, you have to see twice. You know what I mean? The Rams, it's going to be most likely a down year for them, but they just won the Super Bowl two years ago. And then Seattle, who we all thought they were going through a full rebuild. Now, a lot of people like them to win the division, and they might have the best offense in the NFC. So that's the only reason I might lean the Indianapolis job, is just because, other than Jacksonville, nobody scares me. In the conference. One follow-up question: Who, who, if they got Caleb Williams, would be the better team, the Cardinals or the Colts? I'm gonna go with the. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Colts. Colts have some weapons already there. If they keep Jonathan Taylor, now that's obviously another question. But let's yeah. say that he's sits out the entire year. They have the worst record in the NFL. They get Caleb Williams and they trade Anthony Richardson for whatever it is. Jonathan Taylor comes back. They franchise him. You've got Pittman, at least, at receiver, who's he's probably not a number one, but he's still a good receiver. For sure. They, they, the Cardinals have kind of gutted their roster right now. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go with the Colts there. Both, both teams have a lot of deficiencies, but I'd go Colts just because the Colts were, well, the Colts were really bad last year. But still, like, there, there's a slightly better spot there, I think, roster-wise, with a couple of weapons for Caleb Williams if he was to go there, which would be just ridiculous if it ended up being the Colts and then they trade Anthony Richardson. Yeah. And let's be honest, like Kyler isn't the reason 
In my opinion, he's not the reason Arizona hasn't won a playoff game because a couple of years ago, they were really good. They got off to that hot start. They lose to Green Bay. They were undefeated in primetime. But Kyler also got hurt in that game. And then a bunch of guys on the defensive side of the ball got hurt. And also, that's just that's what Kingsbury does. I mean, that's what he did at Tech, too. Yeah. He'd get off to a hot start, completely fall apart. He did that every single year in Arizona. But Kyler always gets off to these starts where we're like, oh, man, is he an MVP candidate? He's definitely a pro bowler. But then he gets hurt, and he's just... He's got to be 100% because he's so small. He's so damn exciting and fun to watch. But when he's limited to just sitting in the pocket, he's not big enough, man. So you have these taller defensive ends, 6'3", 6'4", now. They're just batting the ball down at the line of scrimmage. He's 5'8", mm-hmm. 5'9", probably, realistically. But when he's able to you know, be Mighty Mouse out when there and use his around. legs, <laughs> right. like, like that two-point conversion that lasted 45 minutes that they end up converting <laughs> right. and magically nobody held on last year. So I don't think he's the reason... We'll see. You know, um, Kingsbury was a disaster. I just I don't feel really good about that team anymore. D Hop's mm-hmm. gone. You got Hollywood Brown and you know JJ Watt. I know he was a shell of himself. I mean, he was still all right, but, but there you was still like, like there was like leadership room guys there. like yeah. that. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I'd, I'd probably go Indianapolis. Neither one of them is a great team, though. No, 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 it, not not really. I mean, the, what's crazy though is I was all in on the Colts last year. I, uh, Matt Ryan that last year in Atlanta wasn't terrible. He was actually pretty damn good. Atlanta just had the worst mm-hmm. offensive line. You know, at the time we were all laughing. We're like, oh, Patterson's the best player on the team. He's a kick returner, wide receiver, and now he's a running back. Kyle Pitts uh, did exactly what Julio did every year in fantasy for me. Nothing. Oh, like a bunch of receptions. Look, who, look who's stepping on the field. Drew Locke time. The great Drew Locke. I need points, and I need points quickly. Here he comes. Uh, Colts are three-and-a-half-point favorites, actually, against Buffalo. In their preseason game on Saturday, that total sitting at 35. That feels like an under to me, too. Anthony Richardson could have, like, he could run the ball, but they're not going to show a lot of what he can do. I'll never forget preseason yeah. with RG3 when he came to Washington. We saw nothing. Yeah. They showed nothing that was like, oh, man, is this what we're going to see? And then he opened up against the Saints and blew them out of the water. So I would expect very little from Anthony Richardson. A couple of series, get some throws, get warm, take some hits. Not too many. So that feels like an under to me there too. I might actually bet them though. You know, you know what I mean. The Colts like, to win. The Colts, yeah. Yes. I, I might. I mean, the numbers came down a little bit, which mm-hmm. would scare me, right? I mean, actually, it's better because if we could get to a three or a two and a half, it, yeah, three and a half right now. So I mean, but but I do agree. Everything's probably going to be really vanilla because it's mm-hmm. a new offensive system and it's this it's this kid that's a project. You don't really want to show what he has, what he doesn't have. But if we see Minshew in this game, you know, and uh, he's going to obviously light it up against a third-string, fourth-string defense. I do know like, he's good enough to at least light up a third-string, fourth-string He's going to look like the great Case Keenum did today. And, what, like, what's you the know? motivation for Buffalo? Although they usually do play those games pretty tough. Yeah, the preseason games. They, like, go out there to win, yeah. too. But God, the Colts are going to have, like, no running backs, too, though. Obviously, no Jonathan Taylor. Zach Moss is out, too. Not as bad as Seattle's situation tonight with, like, everybody in the backfield out. See, and that's the other thing about the Colts. Like, I really hate that team and the makeup of that team. Because I don't hate Zach Moss as a back, but he's like, he's not Jonathan Taylor, but he gives you like the same thing. I would, uh, yeah, I don't like that team at all. The Colts make no sense. No. Like the entire roster makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Meanwhile, Drew Locke, couple of incompletes, incompletions, and that's it. It looks good. (laughs) It's bad up GM tonight.